Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. Happy Friday. It is a beautiful day. The dogs in this neighborhood right now are lively. They are just barking, loving this weather outside, nice and warm. So if you can hear all of them, I do apologize. Um, They are definitely (laughs) excited today. But yeah, so I hope you had an amazing week. I hope you're excited for the weekend. I hope the weather is beautiful where you're at. I am not going to lie though, it has been rough these past few days for me. You know, yes, I get into low vibe moods too because Life is all about the ups and the downs, and we have to feel it all, embrace it all. In these past few days, I was working with some low vibrational energy. I don't know if anyone can relate to this at all, but I have been feeling just so lonely lately, just so, so lonely, and I know for a fact that this is a test that the universe is throwing my way. And I'm just like sitting back, taking a few deep breaths. I'm like, okay, I see you. Thank you for this test. Because, you know, when we ask the universe to take us to the next level, it's going to remove what is holding us back from reaching that next level. And lately, the tests that seem to be thrown my way are just tests about patience and tests about showing myself self-love and compassion, which is why my last episode was all about how to show yourself more compassion, because that's where I have been tested the most lately. These tests are triggering my rejection wounds and just Definitely where the feelings of loneliness are stemming from is from those rejection wounds that I've dealt with all my life and not feeling accepted, feeling confused because my ego seeks external validation and needing to really learn to trust in myself to make decisions that I know in my heart are the right decisions for me regardless of what anyone else has to say about it. So you know, that's what this past week was really dedicated to, just doing some self-reflection and learning how to embrace my own company and show myself love and compassion even on my tough days. And that's kind of what I wanted to come on here and chat about today. This episode may be all over the place, but hopefully it will help in some way for anyone who may be feeling tested lately, for anyone who may be feeling low energy, for anyone who may be feeling alone, and for anyone, you know, who may be struggling with rejection wounds or feeling like they have to follow the crowd instead of walk alone, you know? So the other night, I just, I had a sob fest, I'm not gonna lie, to my husband because it really hit me of just how lonely I've been feeling and how much has changed within me. My ego feels really alone right now and it's because I not only completely shifted my entire life around these past two years, but I've also lost a version of myself and I don't think it's talked about enough. It's actually really painful at first to no longer identify with who you once were or when we start to actually see life from a different perspective and go through this shift, this awakening, it can feel like a huge shakeup tower moment because we are letting go of what once brought us comfort for so 
long to just embrace this unfamiliar version of ourselves in life. It's almost confusing. That's the best way I can put it because I just, I'm starting to see things from a different perspective. I'm starting to do things differently. I'm starting to enjoy things differently. I don't enjoy things that I once used to enjoy and my ego is just so thrown off by it all. This can also, you know, be the case too when you choose a career path that many people around you can't relate to. It's especially confusing when you are going on this journey alone and everyone else around you isn't on the same path as you and you feel like you have no one to relate to when it comes to your experience. When everyone has completely different hobbies, interests, and even careers than you do, it can even feel more isolating, like you are this lone wolf walking on this path. And I kind of touched on this topic a little bit in my previous episodes, but to put it brief, my entire family has no interest in what I enjoy doing. They'd rather not talk about the topics that I enjoy. And I am grateful that I actually have, you know, two or three friends who are supportive and enjoy talking about these topics with me. But we all live very separate lives, different lifestyles. A pattern that I actually picked up on in my life is that I have always felt different. I've always felt like I didn't fit in. And this really started with my family. To be transparent, Family is a little bit of a tough word for me, Um, and over the years, I've been trying to make my own definition for family because my relatives, the ones that I'm related to, you know, we are just a very broken family. And what's interesting is I feel like this is actually more of a common trend these days, like more of a common theme, I should say, where, you know, families just aren't as close as they once were. And I don't know if anyone can relate, but I'm sure some of you can. I haven't talked to my dad's family in years, at least over a decade ago at my Nana's funeral. And that was the first time that I saw them actually in quite some time. My dad's side of the family, you know, they're like complete strangers to me. They don't know anything about my life. We don't talk. And it's really weird to actually think that because we once were close when I was really, really young. And you always hear people say, you know, I love my family. Family is so important. You should do anything for family. And when I think of my family, it's like thinking of strangers. My Nana passed away when I was a sophomore in high school and I never met my dad's dad because he passed away a few months after I was born. And my Nana was like the glue of the family. She was the only reason that everyone got together. And then I have my mom's side and she has three siblings, but she only talks to her sister. And this is the side of my family that is very religious. So I often feel kind of out of place. My mom's dad, my grandpa, was my rock, especially growing up and losing him was really hard for me. And so this is what family is for me, just always feeling separated in some way, never feeling closely connected, And because of this wound that I've had since, you know, childhood, especially experiencing divorced parents, it was always so hard for me to build close connections and open up to others. I always felt like I couldn't fit in, that I wasn't accepted. And a lot of this stems from feeling rejected by my dad growing up, but also my dad's family and feeling like they wanted nothing to do with me. And then I started to see this feeling of not fitting in and rejection start to manifest in my relationships because I was still so hurt by this wound. I had a close-knit group of friends, but when we were all together, I felt out of place, almost like feeling lonely in a crowd of people. And we would spend, you know, most of the time just going out, drinking, having a good time, 
There was often gossip involved, and I always felt drained afterwards. I was always feeling like left with these questioning my worth when it came to this group of friends. And as I self-reflect, this is also because I hadn't found worth within myself. Because the relationships that we attract into our life reflect how we feel internally. And this all stems back to those initial traumas and wounds that you felt as a child. And going even furthermore into this reflection, I noticed that even the friends that do show up for me where I feel good after hanging out, I still feel out of place at times. You know, a lot of my friends are nurses and they all can relate to that and I never could. And what I'm noticing is that I am the only one in my immediate environment who is living such a different life path that it can feel so isolating. I used to be able to relate to other people because I was a server and I had friends at work and we had those common interests. But the moment I chose a different path was the moment my wounds started to get triggered again. No one I see in my day-to-day life does what I do. No one really wants to talk about it with me. It's not something that makes those around me light up to talk about. So I get so excited about these topics and I wanna be able to share this excitement with those closest to me, but yet it's so hard to find that. And that's when my ego starts to act up. Thoughts of, I don't know, you should maybe question this path you're on. It's the path less traveled. This is a lonely path. Are you sure you want to go this way? Your family doesn't think it's a good idea. You probably shouldn't be miss- like messing with tarot. You really find comfort in the stars? Like, that's a little bit odd. You have no one to talk about this with. Another day working from home alone with no one to relate to. Just give it up already. But that's the point. That's the test. My test is to continue to follow my passion regardless if anyone else around me is doing it, regardless if anyone can relate or not. Why should I stop following my passion just because people around me aren't into the topics that I'm into? Why am I letting people outside of me define my worth? Why am I letting people outside of me get in my head? Because my ego wants to feel comfortable. And right now, my ego is uncomfortable as hell. I am changing my life in huge ways and it's scaring the crap out of my ego. My ego wants me to get distracted and throw in the towel because it is craving that comfort. It's craving what's familiar. It's scared of letting me take back my power because it's so used to playing small. And yes, that human connection is so important, but I've realized I've been making excuses for myself, telling myself that I'll never be able to share those connections with people who understand me when that's a lie. I can find people who care and have the same interests and light up over the same topics I do. I do have friends who care, even if they aren't on the same path as me. And then I ask myself, am I actually trying to make those connections? If I was being honest with myself, I would get out of my comfort zone and sign up for a yoga class, maybe see if there are any group classes or events nearby that are related to spirituality. I am at a time in my life where the reality I once was living has been completely flipped because I shifted. It's like that quote, don't be mad when you ask the universe to take you to the next level and the universe starts to remove everything that was standing in your way. The life I am living right now is completely different from the life I was living a year ago. And it's uncomfortable and it's hard to get used to these changes and this life that I want to live is testing me because your best possible outcome is on the other side of 
fear. It's on the other side of those tests. It's on the other side of all of those wounds that you ignore. When you start going after the life you desire, you are going to get tested, but it's not because the universe wants you to fail. It's because the universe wants to see how much faith you really do have, especially how much faith you have in yourself. When you start going after what you want and you start living your life for you, it's going to feel selfish. You may get feelings of imposter syndrome. You may find that people aren't supporting you. You may find that you feel lonely because you are choosing a path that is less traveled on and you may lose friends and relationships as you awaken to the reality that a lot of your friendships were friendships that you attracted into your life to teach you lessons on how to love yourself. Letting go and starting new is hard, but it's worth it. It's worth it to start showing up for yourself. It's worth it to let go of the need for external validation. It's worth it to live for you and not for the expectations that others put upon you. It's worth it to step outside your comfort zone and make new connections with like-minded people. It's worth it to let go of toxic relationships. It's worth it to unlearn those conditioned beliefs that held you back from your authenticity. It's worth it to remember who you are. So although it feels lonely right now, I am embracing this test from the universe that is helping me learn how to show up for myself, to show myself love and compassion, and to keep myself focused on my path and to not let anything distract me. You know, it's funny because I actually had a soul contract reading done the other day and I feel like this was a destined moment because it pointed out everything that I was currently struggling with. A spiritual belief of mine is that we all have soul contracts that make up our life path, what we came here to learn in this lifetime, and any karma that we may have attached to our souls from previous lifetimes. You have your soul life path, spiritual talents, spiritual gifts, spiritual karma, physical karma, physical talents, and physical goals. And my soul contract reading was extremely eye-opening, so I definitely recommend getting one done if you're into this kind of thing. Part of my physical karma is that I deny God and spirituality, and a lot of this stems from a past life where I, I denied God and spirituality or I misused my spiritual gifts. And in this lifetime, I am meant to work to overcome this. And one of the many recommended ways to heal this was to expose myself to other ideas, concepts, and philosophies as much as possible to break down the narrow belief systems I have been imprinted with from childhood. And I also experienced what they said was a war to peace life path where I'm experiencing this intense internal emotional conflict which arises from the malabsorption of untruths from others, specifically parents. This is in this lifetime and from unresolved conflicts that my soul is actually carrying from past lives. These untruths are conflicting with each other and as my system is refusing to absorb them, they sit in my subtle energy bodies creating havoc on my inner and outer life. And this is the exact reason as to why I felt led and drawn to my spiritual path. But it also told me that it was going to be extremely intense emotionally, where I may even experience emotional ups and downs as I go toward internally within myself. And, you know, I feel this to my core. 
I really do. So even though it helps to heal and do that inner work, it's not always easy. What I'm learning is that it's so important to show ourselves compassion when we are trying to follow our intuition and do that inner work to heal from any wounds that we have and to remember that healing is not linear. We don't just heal and then never get triggered again. It's a process. But there's so many ways that we can also protect our own energy by setting boundaries and not putting ourselves in situations where we know you're going to feel hurt and triggered. Like for me, not trying to explain myself to people who I know are not going to see my point of view is one of the most important ways for me to protect my energy. Learning that the conflict just is not worth it. It's the ego that desires to be understood and receive that validation. So I need to let go of that need to be understood and validated because if I don't, my ego is going to hold me back. The more I follow my fearful ego, the further I stray from the path my soul is meant for. And let me say, it is so exhausting trying to get validation from other people. It's just not worth it. The way for me to continue to work on healing this part of me is to give myself that validation that I seek and continue to surround myself with like-minded people and remember that it's okay to set those boundaries. Another interesting part of my soul contract was that I learned about um, that in order to work through my physical karma, I must truly engage with the process of healing and awakening and work at it continuously. It said specifically that I will probably meet many distractions as I do this. So it is important to stay focused in that as I engage with the process, I will find greater inner peace as I reconnect to my true nature as a spiritual being. And this hits me right in the soul because it's so true. The more I undergo my spiritual awakening, the more I have people around me putting doubts in my mind. The more I feel alone and disconnected from those around me and the more I start to second guess the process. And that's just my ego talking because our ego is based in fear. So this is the part of me that I am really working on overcoming, really remembering who I am and knowing that we all have different life paths. Just because my my life path is so different from those around me doesn't mean that my life path is wrong and it doesn't mean that theirs is wrong either. Our life path is unique to each of us and our soul contract. Oftentimes, we come into contact with people along our path that will be a part of our karma to test us and teach us lessons and help us work through the karma and release the karma. Because with karma, you have the chance to work through it and release it just like karmic relationships. Isn't it wild to think that the relationships you have in your life could be the same souls you experienced relationships with in a previous life? I was actually watching a YouTube video on a woman who did past life regression therapy, which is a form of hypnotherapy, and you actually get flashbacks of your past lives. And she was explaining how in one past life, she was actually a little boy in a cabin and experienced a lot of rejection as a kid from, you know, parents. And then it switched to another past life where she had a sister and she instantly could tell that her sister was actually her daughter in her current life. So her daughter was her sister in a past life. And I know that this is some insane thoughts to think about, but I feel like I have a lot of past life wounds that are deep within my psyche that I really want to heal from. And she said that this past life regression therapy had been so healing for her. So I'm curious if it would help me too, especially having, you know, my Chiron in the 12th house in my natal chart, which your Chiron is your deepest wound. That is a big indication of deep past life wounds wounds or just a lot of wounds in my psyche. But I know I got a little off topic there. 
this was just more so an episode where I came on here to really chat with you guys about some real life feelings that I've been dealing with because we all have our own shit to deal with and you know, I just want you to know that even when you feel alone, I promise you aren't. Maybe some of you can relate to feeling a similar way, especially with how heavy the world has just been feeling these days. The energy is just heavy all around. I want you to know that it can and it will get better. The universe will always test us right before our breakthrough. Keep showing up for yourself. Let the toxic relationships or the relationships that no longer align just roll off. Embrace the waves of life and use them as your teacher and continue to embrace your authenticity no matter what anyone else has to say about it. Their validation is not necessary. The only validation that matters is that you validate and accept yourself. I hope you found this podcast episode helpful in one way or another. If you enjoyed this episode, feel free to share with someone who may need to hear this message. I'd love to connect on social media. I'm at LDuclos, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S. I am sending you all of my love. Until next time.